Hello, I am Kristen Damara, the Director for Head Start and Early Head Start for Community Services Agency here in Reno. If you love working with children and you love making a difference, call us at Community Services Agency. Our website is csareno.org, or you could come see us at our main location at 1100 East 8th Street in Reno, Nevada. Parents, teachers, retired teachers, we would love to talk to you. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our radio show today. Very glad to be with you on a very nice, cool, crisp, sunny northern Nevada morning and afternoon here in Reno, Nevada. Early November is one of my favorite times of the year. You still get a little touch of spring, summer, fall, all at the same time. Everything is good. Just to be amazed, I have flowers blooming in my yard right now in November. It looks like spring out there in some areas. And then in other areas, big piles of leaves, trees with no leaves on them. And you can see winter coming just by looking at these changes in the plants. But all of us are enjoying the same thing, the beautiful views in northern Nevada and the beautiful opportunities to buy a home now might be the best time for you. We're going to talk to a real estate and mortgage expert in the studio with us today, Brian Cushing. Brian is a mortgage loan originator at the Guild Mortgage Team, the Cushing Team here in northern Nevada. We'll look at the stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and talk about some fun events coming up later as we move into fall and winter. That and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. You tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our radio program today to learn about real estate, real estate for investors, and real estate for honeybees. Yes, honeybees even need homes just like people. And Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is a great way to help bees, honeybees that need homes. We'll teach you how to build a home for not just one honeybee, but for thousands and thousands of bees. It's not as difficult as you think, but it takes determination. It's actually a lot of fun, too. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Join us Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yarrington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. You can get all of the details about this great bee conference at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org and tell them Peter sent you. Today I'm talking with a mortgage expert about the world of real estate, not only for investors, but for first-time home buyers, too. With me in the studio, Brian Cushing from the Guild Mortgage Team. Welcome to our show, Brian. Well, so appreciate to be back. It's been a while since you've been here. 
Yeah. It's amazing how you maintain your youth. I figured by now you'd be old in the face, long beard, gray hair. You look every bit as young as you did two years ago. <laughs> yeah, just a little uh, baggy over to the eyes. A lot of work. A lot of work in two years. The mortgage world is a lot more difficult than people think. I mean, there are so many moving parts to this machine that you're putting together. I, I like to call it trying to build Frankenstein while all of the body parts are still moving. <laughs> well, the real estate's always moving, so it's really just a matter of like sticking with the wind. Mm -hmm. The wind will turn to the west and to the east and to the north, and you just got to be ready. You know, let's talk about the interest rates first because it's been now well over a year. We've been talking about how low the interest rates have been and how they're really not, you know, are near and sometimes at all time lows. And we all have been expecting them to take off again because good things only last for a while, right? But they're still pretty darn low. I was reading the other day, the average is still somewhere under 3%. Is that about right? Yeah, you can get rates below 3%. I mean, we'll see uh, if the Federal Reserve changes that next year. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, 2020 and 2021, I think we'll go into the record books for the lowest, the longest term low yeah. interest rates. They've just stayed steadily low. It's really amazing. And you know, regardless of where we are today, how long it's been, I am still of the belief, Brian Cushing, that good things don't last forever, and having experience in the mortgage world when the interest rates were in the teens, and I'm talking the high teens, uh, I just have a feeling that things are going to revert back. Like you said, real estate is always moving. I like to think of it as like the ocean tide. It goes up, it goes down, it goes sideways, but it's always moving. And if it's a, near its all-time lows and it's going to move, where else can it go? Well, I'm, I'm of the opinion it's probably going to go up, but as far as interest rates go, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And the, I, when that'll happen, I, I had to stop guessing after all this. Yeah, this has been such a long period of time where it's uh, it, there's been an unprecedented time nationally too. There's been a right. hundred year pandemic. Mm -hmm. and, you know, this is uh, these are definitely uh, interest rates that are being manufactured through the federal housing or the Federal Reserve specifically has has generated the ability to hold the rates low for a really long time. Has it been too long? I think that's the question that they're they're wrestling with right now. They mm -hmm. have a meeting every eight weeks and uh, it seems like they've changed their tune a little bit in the last uh, last two months specifically. Well you know other things have changed. The prices of homes have changed. The demand on buying homes has changed. The reasons people want to buy homes and feel like buying a home is so important to them has changed from what it used to be. I mean, things have really changed in so many ways, and yet that interest rate, by golly, that thing is solid. It's just kind of a quandary. Well, I mean, you, you talked about the, the tide, right? So I, I, I remember 2016 rates were really low, record lows in 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, that wasn't any, there's was no pandemic going on at the time. There was definitely economic headwinds, and that's, that's part of it. Uh, but wow, 3.99% was just amazing. Mm -hmm. And then 18 months goes by for, into 2017, 2018, and the rates went up to close to 4.99. Mm -hmm. And so the problem and the challenge then was the people that got 3.99 didn't want to sell. Why sell if I'm going to get 4.99 in 2018? Well, if they did, by 2020, they just refinanced at 2.99 or less. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, owning real estate is probably the key. If you didn't own any real estate during whatever interest rate you had at whatever given amount of time, your home still gained value. Mm -hmm. Some people it gained value more than they made in payments. 
which is kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where we see a lot of people reset their loans, a lot of refinancing going on. Um, I think we'll probably see a time after, you know, maybe in 2022 where people have to decide, am I going to trade up on my house and trade up with my interest rate? Because if I've got a record low interest rate on the house I've got, if I don't like it anymore, well, I guess I can keep it and rent it out. Or if I want to buy something else, if you've got to borrow money, you're going to borrow money at wherever the tide, whatever the tide level happens to be at that time. Brian Cushion is my guest. Brian is a senior mortgage loan originator at Guild Mortgage. He's part of the Cushing team, a group of individuals that really work hard to help prospects, clients uh, understand their ability to purchase a home, whether it's for primary residence or investment purposes, and also understand what's coming up ahead. You know, because when you become a homeowner, when you become an investment property owner, Brian, I contend that your life changes just a little bit. You might get some extra hair, gray hairs. It's a lot of responsibility comes with that. It absolutely does. So let's talk about some of the challenges that are out there for people that are buying homes. We're talking about how interest rates have stayed relatively low and real estates are really interest rates. Rather, if you look at just the interest rates, it's very attractive to make a step toward buying real estate uh, for whatever reason. However, when you look at where prices have gone in the last year, two years, three years, I would expect that some people would wonder what's going on here because the price jumps, Brian, that I've seen from our stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and in talking with other people in the northern Nevada area and comparing that against what's happening across the country. I mean, it's not uncommon to say that in any given part of the country, the value, the cost of buying real estate anywhere in the country has gone up about 20 percent minimum in 12 months in 12 months 20 percent it takes many people it takes them a lifetime to gain that kind of equity in an investment 20 years and to make that in one year i mean it's sure it sounds like a great opportunity but um, it's a head scratcher you know <laughs> because uh, if things can work that far in that direction what's happening in other directions um, that was just the last one year, though. I mean, like, if we go back five years, 2016, I mentioned with the low interest rates we had then, 40% mm -hmm. increase. So, yes, tw half of that was just in the last year. <laughs> well, so uh, the, that means the four years prior, you had steady increases, 5 to 10% increase mm -hmm. year over year. Uh, and then now we're, we're looking at just the last 12 months, I think, was... I'd like to say it was a supply chain issue. It seems like that's the that's the blame game out there. Is uh, yeah. all this is is on supply? Well, in real estate, supply and demand. If there's not enough people selling, which apparently there's not for mm -hmm. all the folks that want to buy, mainly because I think a lot of people just don't want to sell their house. They want to rent that one out and buy another one. Yeah. So if they would just sell the one that they're in to buy the next one, we'd have more inventory. But with if you got a three percent rate on your house, why sell it? It's free money if you look at you know inflation's running higher than that. When it comes down to it, the government is in control over the financial market and the housing markets in the country. The government has to control only one element, and the rest of it has to basically follow. So let's go back to about 2003, 2004. The government was not only allowing but insisting that banks across the country create exotic loans so they can have help more people get into the real estate world, more people, and let's face it, a lot of the people that 
took advantage of these opportunities. They really couldn't afford to buy real estate, but because of these new exotic loan opportunities, they were able to pull the trigger, and some deals were able to get closed. In fact, a lot of deals were able to get closed. But the government was making all of this happen because they allowed for and, and were the cheering section for these exotic loans. Everything else was kind of market-driven, right? The prices, the houses, the availability, what people like, what people don't like, but it's all kind of stemmed on one government focus and one government interest. Fast forward to 2021. What is the government interest right now? Are they allowing exotic loans anywhere? Anything fancy? Anything creative? Anything no-doc stuff like that? For typical buyers of homes? So they created a qualified mortgage rule. So if you followed under the qualified mortgage rule, which meant Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, as long as their guidelines allowed you to purchase, or the FHA and the VA as far as government insurance programs go, uh, then you don't have to like put it through this litmus test for the qualified mortgage. Mm -hmm. Anything outside of that would be a non-qualified mortgage. So no-doc loans. I have not seen any no-doc loans, but I have seen bank statement programs. Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people self-employed that don't show a lot on their taxes. Mm -hmm. I think maybe a lot of people think that's what Donald Trump did. There was a lot of talk about that. You know, a lot of, a lot of the rich, you know, move their money around and don't show a lot of income, so to speak. So they would create other types of mechanisms or ways for people to finance homes. So bank statements, you could show deposits into a bank account for 12 months, and that could be counted as income. It wouldn't be qualified for Fannie Mae, but it could be a non-qualified loan. And there are some of those programs. How many of them close? I'd say 5% of all real estate transactions or less are involved in anything outside of the we'll just say in air quotes, the normal loan programs. So, so regardless, 95% of the loans that are being closed out there are still being controlled to a degree by a, a, a government focus, which is on, uh, right now, it's on low interest rates. Back in the early 2000s, the government focus was on exotic loans and easy abilities for people to buy homes. So my, my point is this, and we're about ready to go to break, but it's that right now, one big thing the government has control where they can turn things on a dime is interest rates. Oh, that, lowers, that lowers your debt-to-income <laughs> ratio. If the interest rate goes down, that can help you qualify because you do have to qualify. And I think that's probably the big difference is they haven't changed the qualifications, but they definitely changed that interest rate, like I said, 1% lower. I mean, that, that lets you qualify for X amount of dollars higher in home price. Well, that's, that's fueling these higher prices. And that's the reason I sleep better at night, Brian, just knowing those things. Because you and own your home. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to continue with Brian Cushing on Nevada Real Estate Radio and look at the stats from the Remus Sparks Association of Realtors after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. 
Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I want to let all of our real estate owners know that this is the season of wild horses. It's wild horse season in northern Nevada. Maybe some of you don't know what wild horse season is, but that's the time of the year the wild horses that live real close to the city limits of Reno, Nevada, decide it's time to fatten up a little bit. And how do they fatten up? They come into the residential neighborhoods so they can nibble at your fruit trees, any leftover fruit, vegetables that might still be in what's left of the garden, delicious tasting shrubs, brushery, trees. Oh, they just love to be eating about anything because they live on sagebrush and rocks. <laughs> I love the wild horses, but they are coming into our neighborhoods. Down in the Hidden Valley area, I recently saw a herd moving through at a slow pace. I know these horses can run fast, but they certainly don't like to brag about their abilities. They move slowly through the neighborhoods. Keep your eye out for them. Protect them. We love them. They're like the family pets that you don't have to feed every day. They feed themselves. Wild horse season in northern Nevada, sponsored by Brian Cushing and Guild Mortgage. Brian, thanks for being here. Yeah, appreciate it. You get wild horses in your neighborhood where you live, too? I get them around my neighborhood, and I've lived in neighborhoods where I have to shoo them away to back out of the driveway. Well, so. yeah. They're a lot of fun, and uh, but they're tolerable for some reason. I always relax more when I'm around a horse, and I think that's one of the great things that people love about the horses is that they are very re- It's just very relaxing to be around them. They're really beautiful, and their ability to live the way they live Ah, It's really amazing. They don't have to worry about the real estate market, interest rates, housing affordability. Uh, Basically, they just worry about coyotes and other tribe of horses. And where's their next meals coming from? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Not long ago, Gary McDonald from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors was here. You know, Gary is the president for 2021 of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and he's a fantastic wealth of knowledge. We were talking about... Oh, the stats that we get from the association and how they compare year after year, month after month. This is really amazing. I never would have thought that I would say that the median home price in Reno, I'm talking Reno, Nevada, and that includes North Valleys, the median home price, half sell for more and half sell for less. The median home price, I I can't stop saying that because I have to convince myself that this is truly the median home price of a home, a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home, stick-built, already up, maybe occupied previously, not a new construction, not a manufactured home, not a condominium, not a town home. The median home price of a typical stick-built home is $553,500. Brian Cushing, it has already gone over a half a million dollars. 
It feels like 2006. Yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, there's been a lot of government action to try to like account for this. And I just don't mean in northern Nevada. I mean nationally. This is a national thing everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. up. It's not just us. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons for it. And we, you know, we could talk for hours about the reasons that we feel like the prices have gone up as they have. But still, regardless, we have to deal with them. That's what we've got today, early November 2021. People want to go out and shop for homes. This is what the median home price is in northern Nevada. Half a million dollars plus 53500 is a lot of money. But with low interest rates, Brian, that's one of the cool, cool things about low interest rates is that there's a great compensating factor there with those low interest rates. Um, if interest rates were 6 or 7 percent, uh, you probably couldn't be at that median home price when you would compare equal house payments. I mean, the house payment is quite a bit different when it goes from a 2.5% loan or a 3% loan to a 6 or a 7% loan. It's huge. Yeah, that, that would be a shock to the, the mortgage system. For I think a lot of people would, uh, would just not get a new loan. Yeah. Uh, and that definitely would affect the median house prices because uh, low interest rates for sure are a stimulus. Well, I know that if you're looking to increase the price of homes in an area, the fastest way to do that is to lower the interest rates so that you, when you increase the purchase price of a home, as far as a person buying on a, on a, a mortgage, on a loan type of arrangement, uh, it's not that different. Though, you know, the end result, the payment, can be really, uh, really softened by raising that in, that purchase price and lowering the interest rate. And if you do that long enough, you know what happens. People get used to that higher price. Once they get used to that higher price, I believe the consumer is going to forget about that low interest rate. And when they forget about that low interest rate, that's when I think interest rates are going up. And at that point, home prices will really be expensive because now not only have they gone up to over half a million dollars in northern Nevada, median home price, but now interest rates are coming back to, let's say, more traditional norms, like in the 5 6 or 7%. That's going to be huge. That's going to be a totally different market than we have now. So at least we have that going for us today. That's true. Yeah, I think uh, just 1% higher in the interest rate could make some some really big moves in how people make decisions, though. So. so right now, while interest rates are near their all-time lows, it is still a good time to be looking for opportunities, not only in northern Nevada, but in other parts of our state, other parts of our region, even all over the country. I know people are getting great deals on mortgage opportunities because the interest rates are so low. That allows them to buy the home of their choice, of their ability, even though the median home price has gone up substantially all across the country, it's still a possibility to own a home investment or primary residence because interest rates are so low. But they're not going to last forever. I always encourage people to talk to my mortgage expert, Brian Cushing from the Guild Mortgage Team. Brian, you don't work alone. I, I think in the old days, mortgage lenders used to be able to do a one-man band, but uh, that's not really the case now, is it? Uh, it's really challenging. It depends on how many loans you can manage. I mean, that's really just a time. There's a lot of time spent. Uh, there's a lot of computerized things that help the loan process. Uh, mm -hmm. People can turn in their paperwork in an instant through email, and we can get instantaneous underwriting responses. Yeah. Uh, it still takes a while to get the title reports and track all those you know, documents for payoffs down. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, 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 sometimes it takes a village. 
You know, a lot of work is being done digitally now in every aspect of business. The world of real estate and mortgage is no different. Brian, I remember when I was a mortgage lender a jillion years ago, I closed the transaction for a lady who was in Afghanistan. She was not able to be in the U.S. during the time the home of her choice came up for purchase, but we were able to do everything over the phone, fax, email. Well, fast forward now to 2021 on the Zoom calls and a lot of other digital ways to uh, transmit information and to communicate. Are you finding more success and more uh, challenges, let's say, anything now that it's gone to more digital online work? Well, I don't see as many of my clients in person. I mean, we see each other in person on Zoom and you could be across town or across the world and that can happen. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's just, and it's just like the whole work from home workplace. A lot of people are working from home and that allows them to live in Fernley or Fallon and work for a company in Reno in some some cases. So yeah. it uh, it's really been uh, accepted into the mortgage industry as far as the, the I think most of our, I'd say 75% of our company works remotely now. Mm -hmm. So uh, being that you can work remotely, you can be anywhere and buy real estate. So you can yeah. literally live wherever that, that situation you're talking about there, other than the, the notary it takes to get from Afghanistan and back for your final loan papers. Mm -hmm. That's probably the slowest thing in the whole process. Everything else is within seconds. Don't recall how that was done, but somehow it was completed and it did get done and it's just amazing how things happen. So you can uh, do a lot of the transaction digitally uh, looking at the homes. When you're out about looking at homes, it's totally different now than it was 10, 20 years ago. People don't need to drive all over town anymore like they used to. I remember the realtor's big concern was did they have enough gas for the day's driving? Uh, less and less of that, it seems like. Well, you get your Google map, uh, Google Earth out, and yeah. you can literally drive down the street like on a, you know, like you're hovering over the street, zoom mm -hmm. in, do an overview of the house, see the neighborhood, how far is the park, mm -hmm. and then the realtor sends you these high-quality pictures. You can, mm -hmm. some of them are like a digital walkthrough, like, mm -hmm. like you just walk through the house mm -hmm. from your living room. All right. So you can, uh, you can apply for a mortgage digitally. You can pretty much sign your docs digitally and close digitally. Looking at the house, you can do that digitally. Uh, street digitally, you probably even talk to the neighbors digitally if that can be set up to see what they're like. Um, let's talk about the actual moving in of the furniture. Can that be done digitally as well? I think you're going to have a hard time with that. Maybe Amazon will just bring you new furniture. I'm I'm sure. I want to offer my services to a friend who's moving soon, but I wanted to offer digitally only. <laughs> so if, I'll help you move digitally in any way, shape, or form. Anything got a, any file you got to transfer? I'll just do it right here from my living room table. Sounds like you should send, you should send them a pizza. <laughs> Digitally. <laughs> you can do that. You don't have to touch it. They're, now, they'll deliver it themselves. Yeah. You know, I can maybe get an airdrop, too, as well. Brian Cushing <laughs> is our guest. Brian is with Gill Mortgage. Brian, you've got some good people that work with you at your office. Let our listeners know some of those folks. Susan Day has been with me for, gosh, over five years. Yeah, I love Susan. She's great. She's been around. I think she might have even been in the business when, when you were still working in the, the loan business. Oh, and I was in and out so fast. I got whiplash. Oh, goodness. Well, anyway, she's great. She helps me make sure and maintain, you know, just customer service and, uh, and buying the house. And mm -hmm. I have Vanessa Vanderbilt started with me a couple months ago, and she has been just on a tear back into the industry after a hiatus of about five years. Excited mm -hmm. to have her back. Good. And uh, yeah, we, we've got some great people, and that, that's just my team. We still have a whole processing operations team, underwriting team, funding team. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing, as I mentioned earlier, they, they all work remotely, but they're all here in northern Nevada. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. 
Well, you know, and, and really in the real estate and the mortgage world, I think working remotely makes sense because you have to be able to get into a lot of places in a short amount of time. One of the challenges that I had, in fact, when I was in the business is our company at the time had a policy that we could not meet with clients in any way, shape, or form other than in person. I mean, we could talk to them on the telephone, no worries, but uh, we were not to go to their uh, place of business. We were instructed not to go to their home. We were instructed that there are very specific and legal reasons why we had to bring people, get them to step into the office. That kind of thought is pretty much out the window now, isn't it? Well, until there's no longer a pandemic um, or <coughs> epidemic or whatever you call it, uh, yeah, that's, I think this is going to be here to stay. This is one of those things that the, the old school way of having to meet in person is not going to not going to be there. Now, that being said, a lot of people want to meet with you. They they want to understand, and I think it's hard to have that face to face that that the kind of questions that come up in a one on one interview. I, do it on Zoom, but it's still not the same as doing it in person. I think a lot of people are still going to want to do that. There's oh, yeah. going to be a percentage. Yeah, and I think especially since a lot of people have been cooped up for the last year and they're looking to get out for any way, shape, or form, getting out to talk to a mortgage lender is a great way to get out of the house. It's better than the mall, I guess. <laughs> we'll be back with more. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Make your hotel reservation soon. Yerington Inn, Main Street Inn, Comper Inn. The 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Feb 24, 25, and 26, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. I have a friend who's a teacher here in northern Nevada, and the thing she loves about teaching is having a chance to help young people take advantage of today's education opportunities and create better worlds for themselves, for their families, their friends, their loved ones. And she has really opened my eyes to the importance of teaching. And that's why I love talking about Community Services Agency and their Head Start and Early Head Start programs. They're working with very young people in northern Nevada. These people are going to be our future leaders. Right now, these people, though, they're six months to five years old. The tiny little people, they are so cute, so adorable, and they're getting such great attention, leadership, and guidance at Head Start and Early Head Start from Community Services Agency. I visited there briefly, and these kids are incredible. They're fantastic. They have no issues or problems with the world because they're innocent. And my hope is that as they grow and prosper, they will stay as innocent and loving and caring as possible about others because they've learned the importance of interacting with other people. They learned that 
at Community Services Agency Head Start and Early Head Start programs. The good news, they're looking to employ teachers. Now, you might think that you need to be a teaching professional already. You already have to have your master's degree. No, no, no. They actually help people become teachers that aren't with a teaching certificate now or maybe elevate their teaching certificates and credentials by working at Community Services Agency Head Start and Early Head Start programs. You've got to check it out. It's a great place to play and work all at the same time. These young people are adorable. Get all the information at Community Services Agency. The website, csareno.org, or give them a call, 775-786-6023. With me in the studio, Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. Brian, you've got little chitlins yourself, don't you? I sure do. I have visited with those young people. Macy and Holden came in a while back. It's been maybe a year or more. And, uh, boy, they were just as uh, vivacious as can be, full of energy. Are they still like that? Oh, yeah. They, when you can get them out of the house. They like staying indoors. Well, they've been forced to for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they like getting out, and uh, especially, well, it depends on the, the weather uh, yeah. and, what, and if their video game time's up yet or not. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, it was a little bit different. I grew up on a farm. There were tons of kids, no video games, very little, little digital communications. In fact, right after breakfast, my mom would chase us out of the house with a broom. <laughs> Don't come back until lunch was the deal. Get out there and find some fun, do something. And uh, it's really amazing how different life is. But that is what's amazing about being a human being, Brian, is that nothing is ever quite the same. Things are changing all the time. The standards that I used to have and be exposed to when I was a kid, they don't even exist anymore. You can't even relate them to other people because they don't remember that I had to ride on papyrus, <laughs> that I had to chip my own wheel out of rock in order to get my one-wheeled uh, push cart down to town. You know, I mean, it was really different. It's just amazing. Come a long way. Yes, yes. Uh, the situation with homes has come a long way too. And since I've moved to northern Nevada, got here in 2000, I've seen the area change quite a bit. Not only the Truckee Meadows, Reno and Sparks, but some of the smaller communities. Fernley, Nevada is just really booming and taking off. It's amazing. When I moved to town, it used to be called Ferntucky, but the Chamber of Commerce got together and renamed it Fernley, make sure it was right. And uh, ever since then, people have really rediscovered Fernley, and not only people to live as residents in Fernley, but businesses. It's amazing what kind of stuff is going up there. Have you been to Fernley recently? Have you checked it out? I do. I go out to USA Parkway from time to time, and they've opened up a whole new avenue to Silver Springs, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's what started in 2005, 2006, when I started in real estate here, and, uh, and it just kind of went on pause, and now it has come back to life. Yeah. Yeah, it's really exciting to be there. We have uh, friends and family that love to visit Fernley. I have a great ice cream store that I visit in Fernley, and it's always uh, a great place to, to travel through if you're going east, or in fact, in our case, we travel to Yarrington pretty often for our beekeeping conferences and beekeeping meetings, and Fernley is a great place to stop. Gas prices are lower in Fernley. Look, if you live in Fernley and you work in Reno, guess where you're buying your gas? Are you buying it in Reno? No, because Fernley offers so much more 
as far as ability to save money, at least on gas, because you don't have the high taxes in that county that you have here in the home county of Reno, Nevada. USA Parkway, Brian, have you been to Silver Springs lately? Have you seen that little town? Uh, so it was, it's been almost a year since I drove through, but mm -hmm. uh, they, I want to say that was right around the time they opened up the, the, the USA Parkway connector, and I wanted mm -hmm. to just try it out. Yeah. Well, they've got probably the biggest roundabout in uh, Nevada <laughs> in Silver Springs. Yes, it's, it's amazing. It's really amazing. Um, but it really makes it e nice and easy and convenient to get from Yarrington to Fallon or Yarrington to um, Fernley. Uh, Silver Springs. It's kind of like uh, the hub. I think Silver Springs is kind of like the Star Wars Cantina of Northern Nevada. It's just amazing what you see coming through there. Dayton and Carson are easily accessible <laughs> through there. You just cruise yeah. right on through. Yeah. Uh, Sparks uh, and um, uh, Spanish Springs, uh, a little bit north and east of Reno, but it offers a little bit better value when it comes to the median home price. If you break away Sparks from Reno, the median home price in Sparks is $496,950. Not quite at that half million point mark. It's kind of amazing how such a short area distance, rather, Reno to Sparks can make that much of a difference. I mean, it's a difference of about $57,000 median home price. Maybe that says one closed deal can make a big difference on, on the averages. Well, especially if you pick up Incline Village. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in South Reno, it's just been you're kind of running out of space. You've got mountains on either side, so there's only so much building can you do there. Mm -hmm. So you know, to force it out to the the uh, I'm not gonna say the outskirts, just the the smaller communities. I mean, that, I think in big metropolis areas, I'm not calling Reno a big area, but it's growing, mm -hmm. and that means that the communities outside of the main hub mm -hmm. they're gonna grow too. Mm -hmm. So I think we're seeing a lot of that. Um, in your work, you are interacting with people from new residents to local residents, lifelong, lifetime residents of Nevada, of Northern Nevada. Brian, uh, can you give us any idea though? Um, are we still getting a big influx of people from outside of the area looking to apply for mortgages to buy homes here in Northern Nevada? Big time, absolutely. Some people retire here, some people move here for work. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a lot of people still move into Northern Nevada, there's no doubt about it. So we have been discovered, we're still popular and um, no wonder that there's such a high demand for housing and opportunities in northern Nevada. When we talk about the median home prices, we're talking about single-family residences, but I know that people also look at multifamily. Um, sometimes they look at duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes. Um, I know that it, those values have gone up substantially as well. I know that when I was in the world of mortgage, it was possible for some people to buy as a primary residence up to a fourplex, and then they could move into one of those units in the fourplex, and they could actually become landlords of the other three units, and they could do this through um, a government loan program. Brian, is something still like that available? It's always been available, absolutely. Can you tell us how that works for the folks that haven't heard of that? Well, if you can find a multiplex property, I think that's probably the hardest thing to do is there's, there's enough inventory shortage in single-family homes to mm -hmm. find multifamily up to four units. Uh, that can be challenging for sure, but the FHA program has always allowed that. Mm -hmm. So you can literally count towards your mortgage payment 100% of the rent 
coming in from the other units that are already leased out mm -hmm. at the time that you buy it, as mm -hmm. long as you can acquire one of them to live in, and it's not, that unit can't be leased out because you're going to live there. Yeah, you can count that rent towards the mortgage portion of your payment. Mm -hmm. So that can basically zero out your mortgage when you qualify for a loan. That sounds like a good deal for me. I would be, it just, when it coming from a large family, that would be, I could put my brother in one side, my sister in the other, my aunt in the third place, and I'd be good in my own residence there. It would be a really great place for a large family. You could retire on a very small income if you did that, because you've got this new income source. Uh-huh, very nice. Your range of services, the folks that you talk to, are they pretty much buying, looking to buy homes just in Reno Sparks, or do they also look at some of these smaller areas, the Fernleys, the Dayton, the Minden, the Gardnerville, Carson Cities? Are you working this general area as oh, well? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm working on one out in Fernley right now. The guy's buying, I'm going to call it a ranch. That's what he, that's what he calls it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, just, it's got 10 acres and it's got a nice house on it and he's excited to get out and uh, retire somewhere. It's uh, got to get some more room. He's just moving from Reno. Yeah. So he's made one of those few folks that's taken advantage of selling the home at the higher price in Reno and finding lower priced real estate in other parts of the county, state, country. Um, I know some folks that are doing that. They've, uh, some friends of mine recently moved from Verdi, and they moved to Oklahoma City. And they made so much money on the equity of their sale, they were able to just find a great, great place and save money by making this move to Oklahoma. The good news is that that was a job transfer, but it really worked out really too great to their advantage that they were able to sell from the high end and then had, were able to buy from more of a lower priced area in the country. I bet other people are doing that either because that's the way their life works out or because they're planning it that way. So a lot of the people moving here are doing the same thing from, we'll just you know call it our neighbor to the left. Our neighbor to the left, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, people are looking and finding, as we see great increases in values and prices and challenging abilities to buy homes, those of us that live in northern Nevada, people from other states might look at our state and say, wow, look at the deals there. Look at those low prices. We had to get in there and buy some of that. Their uh, median price is only 550000 It's less than a million dollars. I mean, right away, you're in the bargain basement to some people. But when you do look at, you look, let's face it, Incline Village, it's only 15 minutes away from Reno, and the median home prices there, I know, are over a million dollars. It's a whole different world. Get to Sacramento, San Francisco, anywhere in the Bay Area, and you're talking about real money now. And even the outskirts, um, you know, outside the Bay Area or, you know, people outside of Roseville. I mean, there's some rural areas, but the prices are really high there, too. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to be a wise shopper nowadays. The good news is we have interest rates at or near all-time lows, just depending on what day you hear this program. Um, but... The two, uh, the perfect storm is, is may happen. You know, it may we may get to a point where we have high prices and high interest rates, and then it's going to be hard to find an advantage uh, in your favor. Right now, at least you have low interest rates. If you want to talk with Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage about starting a process on a transaction to purchase real estate for investment or primary purposes, I'm encouraging you to visit with him. Brian, all of your cushion is, oh, Brian, all of your cushion. Brian, all of your contact information is on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Or I encourage people to call you, telephone, the old-fashioned way, 
1-800-453-0345. And I want to thank you for being in our program today. Yeah, I encourage people to call us too. We, we love to meet new people, so that's what we're about. Is you, do you have a number one piece of advice for people today to think about when they're considering a mortgage for real estate? Plan six months ahead of time. I like that. Plan six months ahead of time. We're going to put that on your quotes, Brian Cushing. <laughs> That's a good one. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. I'm glad you're tuned in to our radio show today, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Many people that I talk to tell me that they really don't think they're in a position where they can buy real estate because they either don't have enough income for down payment, maybe they have bad credit, maybe their income is so low they can barely afford to pay their bills, and so forth and so forth, right? We hear all those stories when we ask people why they're renting instead of buying a home. I think it really all comes down to one major thing, and that's this, debt. How much debt is in your life? Because like a bad influence in your life, debt too can influence your life in bad ways. It can make you think about things differently because you have learned to have debt, to tolerate debt in your life and now this is the kind of person that you are, a person that allows themselves to be indebted always to others can not have as much control over their life as a person that doesn't have debt hanging over them. So on this segment today, we're going to be talking about how to be debt-free in as little as one year, depending on your individual circumstance. Fact is, when you're spending, 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 you don't think about paying any money to yourself. I mean, who is the most important life that you think about in your world? It should be your own. If you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of other people. Whether we are talking from a physical standpoint or a financial standpoint, you have got to get yourself out of debt. Psychologically, it makes you feel better. And being out of debt, how much stress do you think that would take out of your life? You know, some families actually go as far as divorce because of debt. Either they both got into it, one got in it, they're fighting about it, whatever the reason, but debt is a uh, saber. It's trouble in a relationship. You know, when you have a lot of debt and you interact with different people, you'd be surprised. So you can set an example for your kids, your friends, your family members by being one of those persons that's a leader in society, working yourself out of debt, staying out of debt. You know, when you're out of debt, you actually even feel better. I know that because with less stress, you're happier, you smile better, you use better muscles, you maybe exercise, go for walks, have fun. 
It's hard to do that when you're constantly thinking about how you're going to pay your debts and what this next debt that you're going to take on. Your life will be so much simpler without a whole bunch of debt. But how do you get out of debt? I'm going to tell you. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I learned how to get out of debt, how to be debt-free in a year, from my mentor, Ben Barker. And here's how you do it. In your first step, what you do is you have, to, you have to add up all of your debts. Put them on a piece of paper. Put them on a spreadsheet. Put them on one line. List up your debts. First of all, your credit cards. If you have two, three, four, five, it doesn't matter. Put each one in there separately so you can add the total for each credit card. Then if you've got payments, personal loans, student loans, car payments. Who doesn't have a car payment, it seems like, right? Put that in there because that's one of your debts. You're paying that every month. Anything that you're paying on a regular basis that you have to pay, that you have to pay, that's the important thing that you have to pay. I'm not talking about tickets to the movies. I'm not talking about trips to Tahoe. I'm not talking about football tickets to next year's whatever game, whatever sport, whatever thing. I'm talking about things that you absolutely, these are the necessities. Put them down there in your monthly payments. Now, when you look at all your debts, and you see all those credit cards, here's the first thing you got to do. It's the hardest part of this whole process. You cut up all your cards, except for one of them. Do not close those accounts, because those accounts are going to work in your favor. They're going to work in your favor. You're not going to close those accounts. You're going to tear up the cards so you don't add any more debt to those balances. The next thing you're going to do is if you own your home, you're going to get a second mortgage or a new first mortgage to consolidate all of that debt that you have up there. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? I mean, why do I want to refine my house just because I got some credit card debt? Listen, if it's a major debt that you can't handle, you need to know every single option you have. And I think this is a great option for the right people. A first mortgage or a second mortgage is going to do this. First of all, remember, you're only going to do it once. The idea is you only do this once in your life. This is a part of getting out of a big hole. You need a certain kind of shovel, and this is a great shovel. The second mortgage or a new first mortgage. It makes sense because you can bring down your average interest rate down from whatever you're paying right now, which I guarantee you is somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 to 26% on that credit card, you can bring it down to today's new low interest mortgage rates. I mean, we're talking about two point something, three point something, maybe 4%. That's a huge, huge difference in the amount of money you'll have to pay monthly to get that credit card paid off. Your effective interest rate on your mortgage really goes from whatever the note is, it goes down even that lower than that. And you know why? Because home loan interest is tax deductible from your ordinary earned income. At least that's the case in my personal tax world. Everybody's is different, and I encourage you to talk to your own tax professional. Remember, I am not a tax professional or a CPA. Please talk to them about your tax implications before you apply or sign documents on a mortgage. Now, if you can't do a refi, you don't own a home, you can't get a first mortgage, what do you do? You can consolidate all your debts into one or two credit cards. And, and then see if you can negotiate a lower rate on either one of these cards. And I guarantee you, your chances are pretty good that you can. Sometimes you just have to ask for things in this world, you know? Like ask to reduce your debt. This is a great way. It's a great way to help you reduce your debt. Remind those people when you're talking to them, asking about reducing your interest on your credit cards. You're trying to reduce your debt. You're trying to get out of debt. And we need their help to do that. 
Ask your credit company. Ask them if you'll make a deal. Ask them, what can I do? What can we do to lower my interest rate? After you go through that process, whether you can or you can't, the idea is to make sure you're making the minimum payments on all the credit cards except for one of them, just the minimum payment. Then take any leftover money and use it to pay off one credit card at a time. As you pay off each credit card, you'll have little celebrations, little chances to have fun. And this will encourage you to keep going. I remember when I paid off that first credit card, I thought, wow, if I can do that, I can pay off the other two. It's an amazing process. And then you go with the next system, which is when you buy things, make sure you're paying the least amount that you need to. And make sure you know what you're buying. In fact, go with an all-cash system. I know everybody uses credit cards, but here's what I'm saying. In your mind, this is cash. And if you can do it, go to cash. I use a lot of cash. I love cash. It's fun. It's different. But write down what you spend for groceries, clothes, eating out, fun money, and say, what's your budget? Make sure the amounts are reasonable and that that's where you're going to stay on every single month. And if you've got car payments, remember this, they can be a killer. The idea is you've got to find a way to get your payments down, and car payments is one of the biggest payments most people have. If you have car payments now, see if you can not have one. Sell your car, then pay a cash amount for a you know, less expensive car. If you already have negative equity in your car, pay it off. And when you pay it off and you're going to buy another one, don't go getting in debt again. Pay cash for your used car, something you can afford, and let somebody else take that huge depreciation. That alone is going to help you get out of debt maybe in as soon as one year. If you want to learn more, I encourage you to call me at Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I can point you in some great directions. Have questions for our professional staff at Sage International. Call me at 775-786-5515 and tell me that you want to be debt-free in one year. All right. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into our radio show. Tell your friends, your family, and your loved ones we're on again next week. Same time, same station, and we'll help them make a great deal, too. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Hello, I am Kristen Damara, the Director for Head Start and Early Head Start for Community Services Agency here in Reno. If you love working with children and you love making a difference, call us at Community Services Agency. Our website is csareno.org, or you could come see us at our main location at 1100 East 8th Street in Reno, Nevada. Parents, teachers, retired teachers, we would love to talk to you. Next time on The Sherry Hill Show, Head Start and Early Head Start have improved the lives of more than 37 million children and their families. My guest, Kristen DeMara, Director for Head Start and Early Head Start for Community Services Agency. We're a holistic approach, and so I think what um, puts us apart from other programs is that we do work specifically with the parents. Tune in to The Sherry Hill Show Monday at 1130 a.m.